Welcome to Dear Future Husband, Wife. My name is Simone R. Johnson and I am your weekly host. And listen, all month we are talking about love, self-love, black love. Last week you heard a phenomenal speaker and listen, all month we just happen to be talking to some phenomenal women. And today we are being joined by another queen who I'm really looking forward to chatting and you guys hearing her story. So listen, without further ado, I just want to welcome her. Welcome, Queen. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me, Simone. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pretty excited. This month has been phenomenal. Um, It's got a fresh feel to it. I don't know if it's just me, but I have to say the month of February has a really fresh feel to it. You are so... No, it is definitely not just you. Um, I have definitely felt a shift. A shift in... Yeah. (laughs) It's been a major shift. Um, You know, some days when I wake up, I just feel like it's a great day. It's a beautiful day. Like, you know those days we wake up and we you know we get into the routine of thanking god thank you lord for the day that you have made i will rejoice and be glad in it but we're just saying it we're just saying the words but i have really felt that it is a great day and i thank you god for allowing me to be a part of this day and i'm going to be joyful and i'm going to be glad about it you listen (laughs) you ain't even introduced yourself when you getting started hot So listen, for those who are going to be tapping into the podcast and listening to this episode, tell them who uh, Felicia Renee is. Introduce yourself to our community. Okay. Well, I'm Felicia Renee. I am a biblical cognitive behavioral therapist. I am an inner healing minister. I am a dating after divorce life coach. Okay. Yes, that is who I am. I pride myself. um, And I I always like to say that the Lord has made me relatable. So I can I can literally sit and talk with anybody about whatever they're going through in their lives. I'm not just limited to people who are ready to date after divorce. But, you know, if you need therapy, I'm your girl especially if you need therapy that is based on the word of God. That's Mm. me. Mm. I love it. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, you know, uh, I decided to um, pretty much name um, this month or make the theme love, self-love, but I really want to talk about what you just mentioned and that's healing because the truth of the matter is we cannot love effectively without healing. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree completely. Um, You know, if if you were to ask me, what is the first thing you need to do to prepare and make sure that you're in a good space to date after divorce, to date after anything traumatizing that happens in your life? And the number one thing that I would say is to heal. Not, you know, and I think uh, there's a lot of misconception that you have to be totally healed before you enter a relationship. Listen, it's a process. 
it's a journey Healing it's a journey definitely a journey <laughs> absolutely so just start the process look at yourself but you know what I think the thing is like how do one look at themselves if they don't think anything's wrong because sometimes the truth of the matter is people don't think anything is wrong they know that they have some past trauma they know that they um, you know naturally avoid maybe um, commitment or have some commitment issues or avoid relationships but they're not really soul searching to say could I be unhealed why I am avoided these areas well the word says above all else mm. you know when we talk about the heart there mm. are some things that could be hidden in our heart when we when we go through traumatizing situations Sometimes we're not guarding our hearts the way that we're supposed to. I believe that's the reason why, you know, the word tells us to guard our hearts. But then also the word tells us above all above all else, the heart is a wicked thing. It can be a wicked thing. We can harbor wicked things when things happen to us. Sometimes we internalize those things. We can become bitter. We can become jealous. We can become envious. There's so many things, you know, when there's a seed, that has been planted whether it's positive or negative listen the enemy is on he he what is he doing he's seeking whom he may devour yes. right and so he's waiting for that open door for that negative seed to be planted he's waiting for you know you to come through this traumatizing situation and this door is open because nobody is there to tell you hey you know we have to address this trauma that you've gone through I know you may feel like you're okay right now, but how are you going to feel like in a week, a month, a year? You know, sometimes we hide these things in our hearts. Yes, absolutely. Until it comes to a head. And then at this time, you could be in the corner, like my spiritual mother used to say, blowing bubbles bubbles somewhere. And it's not funny, but, you know, these are the things that happen when we harbor and we hold on to things and we don't allow God to take them. We don't give them to God freely. Absolutely. Um, I love that you said that because we look at a world that is filled with a lot of not just broken men, but broken women. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that people want the finer things and want the best things and I'm really watching a lot of men and women kind of bury themselves in their career and into their workload and and many different things and avoiding really what it means to to go on this journey of this self-discovery and come into a place of healing so while this month is not about healing it's about love and self-love I think mm-hmm. part of self-love is is starting with yourself. I think if you love yourself, you're going to want to heal. You're going to want to be effective in the relationships. Because one thing I know about a past season that I've walked through is hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. So when you are hurt, it's hard for you to show love because yeah. you're hurt and you're traumatized. 
So, mm-hmm. listen, we can stay on healing all day, every day, because we're seeing people show up, and they're really showing up from the the unhealed version of themselves, mm-hmm. and it's not producing and being as effective as it, they really have the ability to be. Absolutely. And when you are unhealed, a lot of times you have a tendency to look at other people's stuff rather yes. than your own stuff. You know, Absolutely. so it's like, this is what you're doing. You, 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 you. But yeah. really, you know, you're looking at the speck in their eye, but you're you're totally looking over that plank that's hanging out of your own eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Talk about, you know, going through life after divorce and let's tie that into just self-love to a woman who is going to be listening to this segment and the awesome thing about Dear Future Husband Wife is we don't just have singles we do have married couples as well which I'm really grateful to God that he really brought the two together but to that woman because we're seeing an increasing um, amount of, of divorce happen even in the body of Christ like I'm thinking you know we got God we got prayer we got fasting how is it our numbers are still so increasingly high but I want to say you know for women who are like well you know I got a divorce and they're feeling like there is no life after divorce what what do you say to these clients well this is what I say you know I will always point everything all roads are going to point back to to Jesus okay absolutely um, you know he he is definitely the reason why I was able to recover and to bounce back the way that I did not saying that I did did not experience uh trials and tribulations because of of course you know going through death uh anytime I mean I'm sorry going through divorce is is equivalent to death like it right. literally feels like someone has died because when two becomes one that's what it is. That's you. You've become one in the spirit. Welcome back. Um, before we had to take a short, quick break, we were talking about um, life after divorce and embarking back on that journey. So I really want to just continue to pick up where we left off and what would you share with you know a woman who's experienced life after divorce and how does she kind of get back into that okay well like I was saying before the break is that you have to remember that you are a wife you are a wife it does not matter if you're going through a divorce or if you have had a divorce you are a wife that was a, the number one thing that God wanted to let me know in that trial and that tribulation of being separated and then after six months being divorced. Um, So just remember, you are a wife. Number two, you have to set boundaries. I know people don't like that. I know people don't like that. (laughs) people don't like that but you have to set boundaries and when I say set boundaries that's with yourself uh, with people that are in your part of your life maybe it could be with your children because a lot of times when you're going through these stressful moments and these stressful situations and circumstances you tend to become a yes person yes absolutely I agree 
because it's so much. It's like I'm dealing with so much. And, you know, a lot of times it's just like, okay, yes, yes. Okay, I'll do it. You know, I'll take care of it. But then at the end of the day, that yes has added more stress and more pullback in your life. So set boundaries, set boundaries and be okay with those boundaries that you set and keep them, hold them tight, keep them firm. Number three. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. No, I was going to say, I think sometimes, um, now as a female, I can always speak on a female. I don't know about males, but I think sometimes as females, um, I think sometimes we are scared of losing out. So we might not set boundaries. Now I haven't embarked on the voice and I really prayerfully pray that when I do say I do, that we will remain. I do that if we got to sleep in, you know, two separate rooms so we get it together, then we gonna make it work. But not to condemn or have anyone feel like because they walk through the voice that it's the end of the world. There is life. But I think sometimes they want to get it right the second time so there might not be as much boundary set or there could be so much boundary set because now they're so scared that it could work for them or it could work against them okay you're right that is so true and so to combat that what I would say is find somebody to walk through this with you okay don't do it by yourself don't do it by yourself you can reach out to someone like me who is a coach Um, a therapist Um, you can go to counseling you can get someone to walk this out with you the mistake that I made now I'm going to tell you my mistake okay Mm -hmm. the mistake that I made is keeping to myself I didn't talk to my family about going you know what I was going through Uh, when I was going through my divorce I didn't talk to um, any friends because I felt like you know my friends Uh, at the time had not been married they had never been divorced I just felt like you know I didn't have anybody around me that I felt could understand what I was going through in that moment so I literally stayed on my face the whole time and I'm not saying that that was the wrong thing to do but I'm just saying that I could have tried if I had tried to find other people to walk it out with me I think that you know maybe my journey wouldn't have gone so long and you know maybe it wouldn't have you know been so testing and trying at times but I do believe that God really really dealt with me in a way so that I could help other women or other people who are going through divorce or who have been divorced and um, you know I made the decision at that time you know God just brought this thing into my face. I made the decision at that time to become a biblical cognitive behavioral therapy. I said, okay, God, I came to a point, right? I did most of it by myself, but I came to a point where I was like, okay, God, either um, I'm going to need a therapist because this is a lot right now, or I'm going to become a therapist. (laughs) And guess what? I did both. That's hilarious. (laughs) I I did a therapist and I became a therapist. (laughs) Absolutely. And so in that decision and just, you know, being sensitive to Holy Spirit, allowing him to lead, guide and direct me in the ways that I should go. I became a therapist and then I became a part of a community of therapists. Therefore, anytime I felt like I needed somebody to talk to about whatever season I was going through in my divorce, 
or after my divorce, I could pick up the phone and call them. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I had direct I access and I still have direct access. They have become my sisters. That. Yeah. So just having that community and, and just making sure that you're not, you know, stealing away by yourself. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm in a wilderness season. Okay, did God put you there or did you put yourself there? That part. Mm-hmm. That part. Now, I know <laughs> you were going to the third point, but, you know, I wanted to interject that real quickly. What's that third point that you wanted to share? Well, that that's it. That's it. <laughs> like... You have to heal. You have to get therapy, whether that is group therapy, whether that's one-on-one sessions, whether that is um, a master class, whether that is coming on Clubhouse and tuning into Dear Future Wife, Husband Wife, like do something. Do something to contribute to your healing. Do something to contribute to you because that's also taking care of you that that is also self-love and self-care absolutely absolutely i love it so you know february is the month um i kind of renamed it the month of love it's black history month it's i I call it black love um this week is actually marriage week and um one of the things that i identified is the overwhelming amount of single women out there it's it's becoming a lot for them to manage handle and process and valentine's day tends to put a lot of pressure on women who are single because they're looking at social media Mm. they're looking Mm -hmm. at people get flowers they're looking at you know social media will be the death of you Ooh, people be in depression because of social media. You hear me? Because they're oh, seeing things on there and they're looking at it and they're saying, oh my God, I, I cannot tell you how many relationship blogs that I follow. And, you know, someone gets engaged and I'm like, congrats, that's awesome. Um, you know, this journey is going to be an amazing journey, but do the work. And they're like, oh God, I, I just wanted to be me. And I just wanted to be me. And God, I'm just here again asking for my husband. So I say that to say, you know, Valentine's Day is really another time of the year that everyone feels like, Lord, I'm, I've been waiting. So when, you know, what do you say to women who have been waiting? I know that I have been single for about 15 years. Now I have dated, but not intentionally dated. And before I really came into a place like I did with God, I used to be like, oh my God, Valentine's Day. Because I'm hope I'm a hopeless romantic. I love love. I am so honored to be the creator of your future husband wife. Because I think it's such a beautiful thing when you are in a relationship, good, bad, and different, and you just have a great partner. Not a perfect partner, but a great partner. But we see how Valentine's Day impacts the singles. You know, speak on that a bit. Okay, so when I tell you that I have allowed the Lord to process, I've given him permission, okay? We we got to, like, give him permission to come in and do even the things that we don't know that needs to be done. I have literally given the Lord permission to do that for me. 
I there was a time that you know I felt like oh you know bummer I don't have a Valentine's this you know uh this year but now because I've allowed the Lord to process me in that way last year I'll tell you what happened I was just thinking like Lord and I was I was actually praying like okay I know Valentine's Day is coming up like you know as a single person you always know when Valentine's Day you know how many weeks how many days (laughs) you just know like it's coming it's coming and you know (laughs) two three days like it'll be here like what am I gonna do well last year what I Um, decided to do is I'm just like Jesus is my Valentine and I promise you after I said that I saw an ad on Instagram for a sweatshirt and it said Jesus is my Valentine and I was like you know what I'm getting it and this is what I'm going to wear on Valentine's Day and I am going to just dedicate this day to Jesus I know I that Instagram may- listens to our conversation because I'd be talking about something and then I'm like, well, how did this show up in my feed? <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But I'm so glad that that happened because, and I know a lot of people's like, you can't date Jesus and you can't, you know what I'm saying? But listen, what is God? Love. God yes. is love. Okay. I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. That is such a great point. I love it. I love it. It looks like we're going to have to take another quick short break. So we will continue with the conversation. Welcome to Dear Future Husband Wife Podcast. And- Welcome back. So before we took another quick short break, um, you were talking, Felicia, about dating Jesus. Expound on that a little bit because the folks are going to be like, dating Jesus. And you know what I will say that people do say that quite often, but what is what does it mean to date God, to date Jesus? What does that look like for you? What it looks like for me and what it should look like for all of us really is personal relationships with Jesus Christ you know he's a brother if we need a brother he's a friend he's a comforter like he literally gives us what we need when we need it when we don't know what we need he knows like we can't fathom that it's like how do I not know what I I mean just think about a woman you know there's a lot of memes and jokes talking about you know women can never figure out what they want to eat right yes sometimes we're like that as human beings we just don't know what's going on with us right we can get in those moments and in those spaces that we just don't know sometimes that's just our answer like you know what's going on I just I don't know what's going on you know that could be your answer but he is whatever we need when we need it even when we don't know and so why would not why would I not entrust myself and trust my heart and trust everything to Jesus while I'm in waiting because he's preparing me Absolutely. in our relationship. He's preparing me to be a better wife, to be a better mother, to be a, bre- a, a better friend. Mm-hmm. That is what consecration with the Lord will do for you. And so that's why I say Jesus is my Valentine until, you know, 
my husband comes and put that ring on my finger and we live happily ever after because I also believe that you can have what you say. You can have what you say. And yeah, that part. And the Lord has spoken to that, you know, spoken that very word to me several times. You can have what you say. So if you focus on God, God going everything that concerns you is, is concerns him. He going to take care of your business. He going to take care of the business because you are his business. So why not focus on him? Keep your eye on him so okay. that he can do what he needs to do within you and ready and prepare you for when your husband or your wife comes. He's my yeah. Valentine. My question is, do you think that, um, you know, I've heard a gentleman say, say this, that, you know, men are feeling like women are pushing marriage more. Um, do you feel like women are pressuring men more? Or is it that, you know, the more mature women, because we're looking at more mature women, more mature men, also younger women, and more mature women, <laughs> trying to figure out the ratio with the women, but do you feel like you know once we get to an age you're like hey all right so our biological clock's ticking we need to get married do you think that some women are starting to idolize marriage um i think that that definitely is happening but i also think that there is a thin line because when you did when you are speaking to someone who may be have a religious spirit right if you are believing god and you're talking to god and you are testifying how god spoke to you you know, about your marriage and that before the end of this year is over, you're going to be married. You know, that religious person may feel as if, oh, well, uh, you are idolizing marriage and you need to mm-hmm. repent. And, you know, I've heard it all. OK, I've heard it all. But the thing about it, like who thinks who do you who gives us the very desire mm. to be married? My God. And see, that's that's why you that's why relationship with the father is very important. So because when you have when the enemy will, because the enemy will send them and will use them to tell Mm -hmm. you that you're idolizing something, you're idolizing marriage. But when you have that personal relationship with the father, they cannot they can come, but you won't receive. And then you will tell them, uh, okay, but I know what God said. (laughs) absolutely and you can listen dismiss them (laughs) in in a very peaceful and respectful way because i i heard god i i I know god's voice he said his sheep know his voice and a stranger's voice we will not follow and so i heard him and so that's that's what i stand on i stand on the word of god period it's crazy because I remember um, having a conversation a couple weeks ago um, with a few gentlemen and I said I only intentionally date mm. and for them he was like they were like that sounds like you trying to get married I said well intentionally date means that at this point in my life I'm not trying to just hook up I don't need a free meal mm-hmm. I don't need you know I don't need that kind of unnecessary attention. Let's now, talk about it. Let's talk about it, Simone. Because you know, in our lives, there has been a time or two. Now, I'm going to speak for myself. I ain't going to speak for you. 
but there has been a time or two that I have said yes to a date because I wanted to eat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but that is where we talk about the maturity, you know, and women feeling as if biological clocks are ticking and they want to be married and all that stuff. You know, that was, you know, 15, 16 years ago, you know, 12 years ago that I was like, okay, you know, I'll say yes to somebody, a guy, even if I don't right. like them, even if I don't see a potential just so that I can eat, just so that I can, you know, get wined and dine or whatever. But when that maturity comes, it's like, you're not wasting any time on what God has not authored you're not going to waste any time on that and you are going to be very very transparent about what it is that you want especially when you know that's that's the difference between immaturity and mature you know and I'm just speaking from a woman's perspective obviously because I'm a woman Um, but when you're immature you will go out on a date for something to eat and maybe a little conversation and then just go home and a little attention. But when you're mature, you're not even going to waste your time there. And even if you are interested in someone from the very start, and I'm just the other day I did a live and I was telling them that we, I, I was going to be on Dear Future Husband Wife, okay, on the podcast. And I said, I will let you know when we're going to be on there. Um, but of course, I haven't. I haven't said anything. I think it's going to be a surprise. But the thing about it, <laughs> the thing about surprise. it, <laughs> yeah, surprise. We we did it. <laughs> but the thing about it is like, you know, I said I'm gonna give you something for free because I'm 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 gonna do a master class soon. But this is for free, so I'm gonna say this to to this audience too. This is for free. So. And that means like you just get some access into my personal stuff. You know what I'm saying? My business. But I love it. <laughs> when I first started dating over a year ago, right? I was very intentional. I'm talking about the second day after we met. I was like, what are your intentions? Okay, I know that might be too much, but I'm going to give you some time to think about it, but I'm going to let you know that my intentions for dating, I am dating with a purpose. I am not dating to hook up. I am not dating just to have a good time. I am dating and the, for the end result of marriage. I know that's probably a lot. That's that's That was probably a lot for him on the second day. I, I realized that, and God has... <laughs> God has really, really been, I'm telling you, he's been walking me. He's been walking me. I, I didn't, I didn't jerk my hand away. You know how you, you got your kids and you're trying to hold on to them when you out and they jerk their hand away. And then next thing you know, you running after them, <laughs> trying to keep them from danger. I'm trying to tell you, God, me and God, listen, that's how we've been. <laughs> That's how we've been. Like, slow down. Cars are coming. You have to look both ways. Be aware. Where is your situational awareness? <laughs> you know, so I'm not trying to tell you that this thing has been perfect, but I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is that there was never, there has never been any confusion about what it was that I, I'm, I'm in expectation for. There have been plenty of times if that was supposed to happen that he could have been like, okay, well, this is not what I want. This is not, you know, what I see for my future and I'm going to bow out gracefully. 
No, from the very beginning, he knew what I wanted. At times, there were, I, I, you know, at, at times you do, especially thinking about, oh my gosh, like I'm getting, I want to have more children. Like we get there. I, I, I get it. Like I, I'm living proof that um, these thoughts are still going through our minds of, you know, 30s and their 30s and 40s. But sis, if God said it, baby, you got to know he's going to do it. I had to go through a whole season just so I could tell y'all that, okay? Absolutely. Please take heed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, for me, um, I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to, like, I just feel like I don't want to waste anyone's time. I don't want you to waste my time. I don't want um, you, you to waste mine, me to waste yours. My whole thing about intentionally dating is not to kind of apply the pressure too early, but to understand that, hey, mm-hmm. I am a facilitator of a platform that I'm an example to. Mm-hmm. So I got to practice what I preach. I can't be out here just willy nilly and like having a conversation with these group of men. You know what one of the gentlemen said? He was like, listen, after I've taken you on a date three times, I expect to get some. I said, my God. Yeah, he said after three times. I said, you got a number. I said, wow, okay. So, we going to go out once a month? <laughs> uh, right, right. Uh, what, what, I mean, my goodness. Right. <laughs> do, do I need to even think about the first date? I mean, right. yeah. But that's what it's like. And I will be honest when I... Um, themed this month as love and self-love, black love. I think a lot of people are discouraged when it comes to love. Yeah. There are a lot yeah. of people who are discouraged because when we are looking at the times that we're in and we look at the days that we are walking in, we who are even believers um, are recognizing that there's a shortage. Yeah. It is definitely a shortage we're seeing people get into more relationships where they're maybe the third or fourth wife. Um, mm-hmm. We're looking at men like, I don't need to commit because of the simple fact that I got options. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. easier to find an amazing woman where she's ready to settle down than it is for you to find an amazing man who's ready to settle down. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to make sure that anyone who's hearing this does not say, what does she mean? Because, you know, this podcast can end up anywhere. And I wouldn't want anyone to misunderstand what I'm saying. But I think the men are really enjoying that. Well, I don't really have to commit or get married because of the simple fact that if you are not willing to do what I desire to have my mate do, there's somebody else who's going to be willing to do that. And what they don't realize is girlfriend has sight. Wife has mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you bet you better say that again. So therefore it's not everybody that has the ability to have the vision over yes. your life. You can date, you can talk to there's only gonna be one. There's only going to be one. She's going to be your favor. She's going to be the one called to you, assigned to you, pray you through. And that's what men don't understand. It's not mm-hmm. everybody. 
So the grass ain't always green on the other side, is it? Child. <laughs> child. They really need to understand that. But I'm, I'm, I'm not here to bash anyone. Um, right. TikTok has definitely been a platform that I have been utilizing a lot more this year than last year. And I'm seeing a lot of men say, I'm single, I'm ready. And I'm also seeing a lot of men say, you knew I was, you know, I was ready to love and you hurt me. Yeah. Like, ladies, what's happening? Because now these men are hurt. And the men take a longer time to heal from their hurt than a woman. So yeah, now, well, that's 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 where the praying wife comes in. Come mm-hmm. on now. Come on now. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about that. <laughs> that's where the praying wife comes in. Before you receive it, you have to pray it through. You have to pray it through. You know, I, I know that there are some in the beginning stage and then you have some in, you know, the intermediate stage and, you know, so on and so forth, the proficient phase, you know, but you got to start somewhere. If, if, if all you can do is get up and pray and say, Lord, I pray for my husband, keep him safe. I pray for his heart. I pray for his mind. I pray for his day. Be with him. Walk alongside him all day. If that's all you can say, say it Start it. if that's start all you it. can pray start there exactly but then we have you know dear future husband wife like you give us a prayer every day that every we can day. pray for our husbands for our wives you give us a prayer every day you know you give us that example and so that's what i'm so gracious for because back in the day they didn't have all of these resources like they didn't have all of this and so yes you have to be able to be a praying wife that is even before you're walking in that thing okay you have to see it and then that uh, uh, it always brings it back to that personal relationship with God because if you have a personal relationship with God God will give you a piece of the puzzle and you can see it I mean I'll tell you what I did um the year like two years ago when I finally started you know I felt like okay I can start dating and intentionally dating okay so this is what I started to do when I would meet somebody I talk to them and I would always wait because I knew that God was gonna do exactly what I asked okay I would get to a point like after the conversation everything was nice and everything and then I pray okay God if this is not from you let it Mm. fall to the ground let it fall to the ground. The simple prayer. Okay. Remember I told you about those simple prayers, but sometimes the simple prayers are the ones. Ooh. They're the ones. Well, so I pray that prayer and I tell you within 24 hours. I mean, sometimes it happened within a few hours, but within 24 okay. hours, that person would do or say something. And I knew that that was confirmation from God. Kick rocks. This, this ain't for me. You Exactly. And I love that you said that, Felicia, because I've said that to people. I said, let me tell you, first of all, I write every prayer that y'all see in the morning. I write those. Someone said, mm. oh, you know, I think people think that you get those from a book. I said, no, <laughs> those are not from a book. <laughs> those are uh, I, I think what they did is told you you need to compile them into the book. Hello. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I am working on it. I really had that thought a couple days ago. I said, Simone, what you doing with this? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm definitely. Come on, publisher, contact me. Um, yes. I am working on my second book, so that might be a, a book in between the second book. 
But I want to say, Felicia, one of the things I find interesting is when a woman who's been dating a guy for three months and she's like, I don't know what God's saying about this relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sis, because well, like yourself, me. when I meet somebody, I said, daddy, did you send him or did Lucy send him? Because I need to know if he's a blessing, mm-hmm. a lesson or a distraction. And, and the reason I can say bless her heart is because I've been her. I've been her. I've been her. I've dated somebody because you you don't want to be lonely and you like them and you know you want to keep God out of it because in the back of your mind you already know when you bring God into it what's gonna happen mm. for real. Exactly. Like you already know. So then you're just ignoring God at this point. You don't have God in this relationship. You haven't invited him in. You haven't asked him a daggone thing about nothing. Okay. And then in three months, you crying because this man took you through the ringer in three months. Hey, listen. I, I have a whole story about that two years ago. <laughs> I have a whole, listen, that's a whole nother podcast. I'm not going to go into it right now, but I tell you, I went through the ringer, okay? I never experienced some of the stuff I experienced in those short three months that, listen, I've I, I been you, sis. That's why I said, bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Felicia, you are amazing. Listen. <laughs> Ladies, we want you to win. We want you to be successful. I know it's lonely and you're thinking something is better than nothing, but nothing is better mm-mm, than mm-mm. something. Listen, I do, uh, you know Betty Wright. God bless her soul. She done passed away last year. Yeah. Honey, in, in this song, and I used to listen. I was a kid singing this song. I probably learned the song at 10. Me and my friend were singing it and we belted out as adults. But then I got to thinking, when she does that little talking part, yeah, I know you laughing, those of you heard pain. Yeah, you're right, I sure did. I said, I never take them back again. But then she says, don't laugh. You probably done the same thing too. It's just that you know me and I don't know you. No, that, having a piece of man is not better than having no man at all. She said, take what you got and work with it. You understand what I mean? No, we come against it in the name of Jesus. We want what God has for us. Okay, and just like Simone says, he ain't coming perfect, sis. That's why you got to get on your knees and you got to have, you got to pray for for that man. You don't know what he's going through. He's going through some things that you might not ever hear about. He might not ever feel like he is. Yeah, he might not ever feel comfortable opening up and talking to you about it. But when you have a relationship with God and when he has a relationship with God, God will reveal all things to his servants in whom he trusts. He will. He will. Right. Listen, listen. I, I cannot even go even so deep into that like I would like to because our time is already winding down but can I just tap into what you just said one of the things that I really try to exemplify when it comes to their future husband wife is prayer I believe that when we get into the presence of God and we really connect with God we get clarity mm-hmm. we get insight mm-hmm. um, if God sent him God is going to reveal some things and just mm-hmm. like you said He's going to reveal things that the, the partner ain't told you. This mm-hmm. man ain't told you nothing. Mm-hmm. So you are getting downloads and revelations about mm-hmm. him that only God could have showed you. And that really happens as a result of those intimate times 
that you before God saying God you know show me him or he starts showing you him before you even ask mm-hmm. any questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm chuckling I'm chuckling because like I have just seen the hand of God like just amazing you know, I am a part of, um, you know, like I said, you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in your self-care. So I'm a part of um, different uh, podcasts and different um, marriage groups and co- uh, clubhouses and different things. You have to be led and have discernment because you don't want to be a yes. part of anything. But, you know, just prayer will change things let me tell you God will incline his ear to you he is concerned about you he is concerned about you he's going to take care of you and so if you say okay God I'm turning and I'm going to give my dating life over to you you don't think he's going to take care of you if you let him know God I've been doing this all wrong I don't know what the heck I'm doing because I had this whole conversation with my father I don't know what I'm doing God I need you to help me I need you to have my elder brother help me find uh, and lead my husband to me because I'm not doing this thing right you got to just literally turn your will over to God. God, and this is one of the things that, um, you know, one of my mentors had me pray. I was supposed to do it for seven days, but honey, I do it every day, every morning. Now, God, I surrender to you, your will and your way Amen. and your supernatural in my life. Amen. I pray that prayer. It. Mm-hmm. Ladies. That is your takeaway. So listen, do you see how time goes by so quickly? It I know. Has been so amazing <laughs> having you on the podcast today. Now, what is you know, leave them with something, Felicia. Leave the sister girls with something, and let them know how they can connect with you and find you. Absolutely. This is the takeaway. Um, this is Love Month. This is Black History Month. So, like Simone, I'm going to call it Black Love Month. Partner with God, and he will partner with you concerning all things. Every area of your life, your love life, your finances, your success, everything. Sometimes we tend to try to keep some things to ourselves because we feel like we can do a better job than God can do. But I just want to challenge everyone listening to surrender every area of your lives to God and you will see supernatural things his supernatural hand on your life and you will see God like you have never seen him show up before in your life promise me that's it that's all I love it how can they connect with you they can connect with me on Instagram Felicia dot Renee that is P-H-Y-L-I-C-I-A dot Renee R-E-N-A-Y-E you can connect with me on Facebook at Felicia Renee Spaulding and that is S-P-A-U-L-D-I-N-G last name changing soon okay amen come on we're going to have to have you back for part two because listen this was not enough time to chop it up with you we're going to talk about that Um, we're going to talk about that later listen 
you were phenomenal. You were absolutely phenomenal. I'm so grateful to Social Media Clubhouse for allowing connections and partnerships like this. I thank you for joining the podcast. I'm so grateful to having you. I pray that for those who will listen and hear, um, that they have an ear to hear and that they have something, that they hear something on this episode that they can take away. So thank you so much, Felicia, for being here. And um, y'all stay tuned because this woman right here is a trailblazer. She breaks blazer.